guys, welcome to Let's Talk Honest. I'm Abby, and I'm here with Isaiah. And today we're going to talk about depression, and we're going to talk about how it affects us as a guy and a girl. So let's go ahead and talk honest about it. So first of all, Isaiah, what do you think depression is, especially from a guy perspective? I think depression is a, a feeling, but it shouldn't be ruled out as sadness because uh, it's way more than that. Uh, there's way more feelings that come with depression than just sadness. And like, how do you think guys take depression? Like, honestly. Uh, well, the society that we're in right now, uh, us guys are supposed to kind of hide our feelings. And I don't think that's how it should be. I think guys should be able to express their feelings. But uh, that's how it is right now. Yeah. And like, let's just emphasize that, you know, Isaiah is, he's what, you're like, what, 17? I'm 17. Yeah, you're 17. I'm 17 too. And this is from a teenage perspective. And even girls, like everyone goes through their depression phase, everyone. And it doesn't matter who you are, what your age, where you live, everyone goes through it. I feel like it's also kind of based on the way you take care of yourself. And we're going to dive into, it doesn't matter who you are. And that's what the whole concept of this is. Depression is going to impact everyone. Everyone from all ages. So you do do you know who Jim Carrey is? Yes, I know a lot about Jim Carrey. Yeah, so he's like a comedian, right? He's like a comedian. He's come out in like so many like famous movies, The Mask. This was um, in nineteen ninety four, a series of unfortunate events. This was in two thousand four. One of my favorite movies. Dumb and Dumber in nineteen ninety four. And then the Truman Show in nineteen ninety eight. And the Truman Show is a very popular movie. And the only reason why is because Jim Carrey, in an interview, he talks about how he was going through a depressive phase, and that movie kind of, kind of like opened the truth to him. So this guy's a comedian, right? And we think that comedians are like happy people. The truth is, he was fucked up, and he admitted it in an interview. And a lot of people were like, "How can a comedian who's always he's a millionaire, he's making millions off these movies, how can he be depressed? And he's putting on this this happy smile, this good humor." But like how and why. And in his interview, he opens up saying that when he was a kid, he had a dream to like remove people from concern. He had felt like he had to impress people, make his mother and his parents think that, you know, he was born for a reason. You know, we want to have purpose. And he said that his purpose was to free people from concern. And that would be when people would watch him on movies. But he opens up how that's a really hard thing, you know, when you're trying to be something you're not at times, and his job forced him to be a happy guy, when in reality, this guy was kind of empty on the inside. Like, what do you think about that? Um, I think that trying to prove yourself to other people is really true. Uh, I know that when I was in, like, my freshman year, I tried, I tried to be a different person, but I couldn't. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's kind of, it's like, it's hard. <laughs> so kind of like what Zay was saying, or Isaiah, we call him Zay. Depression, based on, this is on the interview, how he defined it. So depression is a condition that can affect anyone, regardless of the social economic status, the talentions or talent. It does not discriminate. So like early in Jim's career, no one would have ever guessed that he had severe depression for many years in his life. It wasn't until 2009 that, that he was really extremely successful that 
Jim Carrey decided he had nothing to lose by talking publicly about his battle with depression. And this is what he had to say about it. So Jim Carrey says depression is this. It's when your body says, fuck you. I don't want to be this person, this avatar, this role that you're forcing me to be. And kind of like how you were saying, Isaiah, that remember in high school, you're still in high school. I mean, I just recently graduated. That when we're in high school, there's so many people trying to be something they're not. And I'm guilty of it too. Like, what the hell? Everyone's trying to be popular, the best athlete, president of this and that, class office, leadership. But it's really rare to find people who are truly themselves. And I feel like in high school is the most worst place because that's where all the critics are, the judges, you know? We're all, we're all say we're different, but really, we're all the freaking same. And how you were sharing, like, even you had your depressive phase, your dark moments, including I do. I think... I think it just really comes and goes. And I couldn't agree more with what Carrie said. You know, sometimes we try so hard to be this avatar that we kind of like forget that we will put ourselves through things just so we can blend in. And it's crazy. Like, have you ever changed anything about you, Isaiah? Uh, yeah. And uh, I feel like I changed stuff for the better, though. Uh, I used to, like, I see I make fun of for my style and sometimes the way I walked. So I tried changing that and maybe I shouldn't have because I kind of liked my style, but uh, I don't regret it. Yeah, that's understandable. I feel like, well, when I wasn't through high school, I think trying to be an A is B, like associates with all that leadership shit that makes people, you know, popular and stuff like that. I've never tried to be popular. I never did. I just wanted to be known. I wanted to be influential. And then thankfully I achieved it, but I was really myself. But there were times where I had to sometimes talk a certain way that wasn't me, dress a certain way that wasn't me. And I feel like every, every, every teenager has had their moments like that, you know? And like, for example, like when Jim Carrey talks about like this avatar, a lot of people in relationships is a really good way of seeing it. Have you ever been in a relationship and you kind of try, you try to change something about you that you know it's not you? Uh, yes, I've actually tried to change a lot about myself just because of relationships. Um, I know with the recent one, I uh, I tried to change like that I didn't cuss as much, but mm-hmm. in actuality, I kind of do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I think. All the changing that I've done is for the best, mm-hmm. and we just learn from it. But I, I think it's better to stay who you are. Um, I think that's a hard thing right now in today's society. I feel like people will really look down on you for not the same. If you're not following the trend, if you're not wearing the trendy clothes, or you know, following up on what's going on in social media, everything just plays a role in that. And, like, if you think, dig deep, if you really think about it, the root of almost all insecurities is because of social media, right? Everything we see, we think it's real, but it's not real. I mean, like, kind of like when girls take pictures. And this is from a girl's perspective. This is the truth. Girls nowadays are trying to get, you know, I want to make sure I look thick. I want to make sure that I don't look flat, chest, or anything on my ass. But really, this is what causes people to be depressed, you scroll and you scroll and you scroll and you like pictures and you're just like, well, how come I don't look like this? And you fall into depression 
And it's like depression, right? It's when you're, you want to be something that you know you're not. And that's fine, you know? We're all different. And just because you see something on social media doesn't mean you need to be the same, right? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. And it's just like Jim Carrey goes on to say that he overcame his depression by, first of all, you know, religion plays a point, you know, religion, whatever you believe in. If you believe in God or you have so many thoughts or if it, even if you're just spiritual, you know, he says that a lot of his, um, the way he overcame was acceptance as well. You know, when you accept what you are, you know, you accept that I am this person and it is what it is. And I feel like the ones who do accept themselves are more happier because they're not trying to impress Jose over here. They're not trying to be like Sarah over here or this person or this thing. And they're just, you know, happy with themselves and they accept that. And I feel like the moment people accept themselves for who they are, the easier it'll get for them to love themselves. And like we went on to say, depression is like something long term. Jim Carrey, this is super important. Do you ever wonder, you know, Isaiah, like when you're, if you're ever sad or you're depressed? Like, I had my moments, like, a couple days ago, and I was just, like, you know, sometimes in life, things don't go the way we plan. They do not. And you're just, you're not motivated. Like, you're staying in bed. You're not eating. You just don't want to talk to people. All those things you used to love to do back then, you don't like to do no more. And I feel like it happens to guys and girls. It doesn't matter what sex. I feel like sadness, and this is what Jim Carrey said, sadness are the things that didn't happen. You know, the breakup you know, the relationship that didn't work out. You didn't win like you thought you were going to. Things don't happen the way you thought they were going to. You're sad over it, right? But it's going to go on. It's going to pass, right? Because life goes on no matter what. I feel like depression is something that, something long-term where you're dwelling on it, something so drastic that it can affect you. You know, like relationships, breakups? Yes. I think uh, that maybe some breakups can cause depression, but... Uh... Eventually, we'll overcome it. Um, I think what depression and sadness, uh, it's about distracting yourself. Like Jim Carrey, he started painting. And uh, I, knew, I know that it, it was a big part of his life. <laughs> um, like Zay was saying, it was about distracting yourself, keeping busy. And Jim Carrey, you know, he was keeping himself busy by painting. And he does say in the article that he was kind of spending more time with his family and his friends. He wanted to emphasize just because a person is successful does not mean that everything's perfect in their life. And just again, going back to how we started, it doesn't matter who you are, how much money you're making, where you're from, your ethnicity, your social status, economic status, it doesn't matter. Everyone is going to have these moments where they're depressed. And he said that family and friends, you know, reconnecting with people can make a difference in, in their lives, really. And he just goes on to say that, you know, mental health is super important. It's so overlooked. It is so overlooked in today's society. And for him to be a guy, for him to be a comedian, it's the irony of the fact that, like, shit, everyone gets depression. Everyone really does. Jim Carrey also goes on to say that not everyone will have the same luck overcoming their depression like he did. It's because everyone is different. His specific depression was overcame through spirituality, you know, perception, changes of life, perspective, definitely. He said it was about maintaining a sense of purpose and avoiding drugs and alcohol. 
And I think it's super important because today, today's generation, as teens ourselves, a lot of people vape, right? It's so normalized. A lot of people smoke weed or whatever it is, marijuana, whatever it is. And they use it to escape. And he definitely says that, you know, it's kind of like a, like a mask. It's not true. You know, those things will actually make you feel worse. And he just avoided that. And he just said, stay away from antidepressants because those don't help. They make you feel worse. And it's just going back to everything he was saying, avoiding alcohol and drugs, you know, finding purpose within our lives. You know, he's a real believer in the fact that we all are meant for something. We all have purpose. And it goes back to what I said in the beginning. His purpose was to free people from concern. That's what I'm saying. He, I'm quoting what he said, free people from concern. But he goes on to say that, you know, there is a cost to doing that. And this is it. And he was able to admit it. Because in his interview, he says, what, what does he have to lose, you know, if he admits it? Knowing that, let's go ahead and talk about what he had to finally say at the end. He calls depression deep rest your body needs deep rest from this avatar this role this thing you're trying to be so what he means by that is it's about accepting what you are and taking off the mask taking it off this is what he says and i quote we can choose to view depression not as a mental illness but as a state of deep rest a spiritual exhaustion that we enter when we are depressed pressed down by the weight of false self the mask, the, ma the mind-made story of me. We long to stop pretending and express our raw truth, to give voice to our secret loneliness, our shame, our broken hearts, boredom, and brilliant rage. Depression's call to truth needs to be listened to and understood. So, like, what do you think about this, Isaiah? Um, I think it's true. Uh, there is a time where I was really depressed, and I had to take, like, a step back and analyze things in my life that I really didn't need and needed a break from. With that, if you're ever feeling depressed, I think you should reach out to people uh, and just try to see who your real friends are. That's very important as well. And Kara goes on to say, and I quote, when you're you know, depressed, you have to also go think about your ego. Ego is playing a big role in this. Your ego, your pride. He was like, where did this character come from? What is the dirt that the pearl is built around? And the pearl is the personality that you build around yourself as a protection against that thought. If they ever find out that I'm worthless, if they ever find out that I'm not enough, then I'll be destroyed. And I think this is really true because you know how, like, you know, I never did sports, but I knew people who did sports. And when they, you know, they're known for being popular, and when they're not good at something, they have to do everything it takes to be good at everything. When the truth is we're all weak at something. I'm, I'm terrible at math, but I'm good at writing. And for so long, I had a reputation for being a smart kid. And I was put in these advanced placement classes for no reason. Only, And I only stayed there because my ego was like, what if they see me as dumb because I'm in regular classes? And it's like, I totally agree. We are willing to put ourselves into some crazy shit just so we can feed our ego, keep it there, our pride, and be the best. But sometimes... I think the best thing we can do sometimes is put that down. And I couldn't agree with more to what he's saying. And I think it's true. I think it's true. So like everyone knows depression is not an easy thing. It's a hard thing to overcome. It really is. And sometimes 
the strangest thing in life is that for so long you cannot feel like doing anything and one day it'll just hit and you'll just want to get up and try again there is no real answer on how you can overcome depression there really isn't but it's important to recognize if you're sad or you're depressed it's really important and when you finally recognize that you have to make a decision i think isaiah and i can both agree that everyone has their depressive phase and it's about overcoming the phase that's it I feel like this phase is just a really long period of time. But the truth is we get to decide. We get to decide when enough is enough. And we learn from it. Without my phase of depression that happened three years ago for almost two years, I wouldn't be the person I am now. And I think you and you could agree, Isaiah. Yeah. Uh, For my depression, it lasted like three years. And I I hated the person that I was before that. Now I I kind of... I love myself even more after the depression. Yeah. I feel like it's growth. Self-growth, self-love, and everything. And you really, it really opens your eyes to appreciate life. So for anyone out there going through some really hard stuff, you know, the truth is it's not the end for you. It really isn't. It's not. And if you would have told us, Isaiah and I, when we were at our worst, that it wasn't the end, we probably wouldn't have believed you. So, for the ones who are listening, we want you guys to have this thought. Whoever you are, whatever you do, wherever you are, whatever your status is, are you trying to be something you are not? Is there an avatar, a role? It doesn't matter who you are or what age. Ask yourself, are you sad or are you depressed? Are you trying to be something you're not? Can you change something by yourself? How much longer do you have to stay in that phase you are, no matter how bad it is? And remember that the truth is, and every bad thing that happens to us, there's always a good outcome out of it. And it's so hard to believe it. And at the moment, it's so easy to say something easier said than done, but that is really the truth. And we have to decide ourselves whether we decide to keep trying. And that's really it.